What's up? What's up? It's your boy, K. Still welcome to Words of Wisdom. How is everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful day? Even though when you walk outside, Northern California, right? You walk outside and uh, it's like sticking your head in a lit barbecue pit without the sauce. You feel me? It's like smoky everywhere. You you breathing in all kind of ash. It's all kind of look like an ashtray been dumped on your car. Um, and then some people are really breathing that stuff in. But many of us, we can go in the house, turn the AC on or go in the car, close the door and turn that AC on. And we don't have to bring that stuff in. But there's people out there that's living in it. You know, you got homeless people that's really living in that stuff. You have people where the fires are actually um, happening. You got people that lost their land, lost their houses, lost uh, loved ones or, or animals. And so when we look at our our situation and some of us probably had that woe is me mentality. Think about the people that's less fortunate than you. And so that you can grab a hold, get a hold of yourself and be thankful. Uh, start your day with some gratitude, with a better attitude, you hear me? So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about it. One of the things I want to talk about uh, today, or the main topic, is slow progress is better than no progress, people. Listen, just because you you moving at a slower pace than your friends, or, or moving at a slower pace than, you know, where you thought you should have been, um, you're still moving forward. You know what I'm saying? The turtle still gets to the end of the race. He just takes his time a little bit. And so one of the things that um, got me thinking like this was uh, I'm a writer. So I love writing. And what I did was I put my writing off for, for a while. And I want to kind of go into my passion for writing. But I was going to school uh, for pastoral leadership these last couple of months, like uh, half of the year for that. And then I was going to school for something else. But I said, you know what? I really need to take this time to hone in on my craft, my gifts. And I said, you know what? The same amount of time that I was doing with school, I'm going to put that in for my own self, like in my own uh, uh, start. What do you call it? Cultivating my my writing uh, capabilities. And I want to write some more books before December. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to take this semester off. And every day I got to focus on my writing. So that's kind of what I'm doing. But I want to tap into uh, when I started, uh, my passion for writing actually started years and years ago. I was about 12 years old um, when I realized that I can really write. You know, I used to write poetry and different things. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Nah, I, yeah, I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything else other than that. No, um, but I used to write all the time, right? And so... We had a we had a cl class project and I was in a sixth grade and I had to write my first book. That was a class project. We wrote a book. We, we illustrated the book and then uh, we got to create the binders and the artwork and all that kind of great stuff. That was my first book at age 12. And I think my mom still has that book, but maybe maybe not. But um, throughout the years as a teenager, I would be like that hopeless romantic. Uh, the guy who's very sensitive and can tap into my feelings and write poetry about the cute girl next door. And um, outside of that, I would do weird things like uh, or my family thought it was weird a little bit. I would write speeches and my family be like, what are you doing, Ken? And I say, I don't know, writing a speech. And they say, for what? I don't know. I'm just writing a speech. I feel like writing a speech. And to them, that was a little odd. You know what I mean? I didn't have no school project where I had to write the speech at the times I was writing them. But I just felt like, you know what? I'm going to write a speech. And that actually helps me now when it's time for me to write a speech 
uh, because certain things come natural to me, but it started way back then. Right. But I put it off for a long time. Um, but even though I put the speech uh, uh, writing down, what I didn't put down was my storytelling. So I was still storytelling and ran into one of my homies. And, and he was like, man, can all these stories. This is about, I don't know, 12 years ago or so, 10, 10, 12 years ago. And he was like, hey, Ken, you should write a book. And I said, what? I should write a book. You know what? That makes a whole lot of sense. Why? It was like a best way I can put it is it's, it's almost like a light switch went off. And I was like, what? This makes a lot. OK, let me go ahead and do that. Right. But since I'm a faith faith based man, what I decided to do was I say, you know, I'm going to pray about it. And at this time of my life, I was uh, driving trucks. I drove trucks for a lot of years. Right. And I said, God, you know what? If I'm supposed to write a book, you got to confirm it. You got to make it concrete so I'll know what to do. And then uh, so I prayed for specific things. It might sound goofy to y'all, but this is what I prayed for. I wanted to still drive trucks because I love driving. I wanted to eat for free. I wanted to um, still make the same kind of money um, as what I was making. And I wanted to be able to write on the job. So I was still going to get paid to write. And about three weeks later, you guys will never guess out of nowhere. One of my friends at the job was like, hey, Ken, I'm about to get promoted. Would you mind taking this shift? Now, the shift he was asking me to take, I had already done like one or two times. And I was like, oh, sure. No problem. He said, ah, it's not going to pay as much. So I was like, all right, cool. So he gets promoted a couple of weeks after that. So within a month, I get promoted to this job. It was a slight pay cut. But check this out. All four of my requirements, my my answers for the confirmation had been answered. You know what I'm saying? So what ended up happening was I got the position. I was driving to San Mateo and this place was like a distribution facility or whatnot, a packaging plant. And I would go there and they would package uh, the Starbucks food for like four or five hours. So I would sit around literally for four or five hours in my cab with my laptop and they fed your boy. You hear me? They fed me really good. I probably gained a few pounds, a little bit, um, but I got to eat for free. I got to still drive trucks. It was roughly about the same amount of money and I got to bring my laptop almost every day to work. And so before long, I started to write. And um, as I continued to write, uh, somebody, one of my relatives was like, hey, you want to support my husband? My husband wrote his first book. So I bought the book. And then she told me that he self-published. So I started looking into self-publishing. Then I learned how to publish my own book. Then I learned how to publish uh, eBooks, put them up on Amazon. And I was so excited that um, <laughs> I was so excited to put it online, y'all that I didn't even really edit the thing. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't as good as, uh, uh, I wasn't that great of a writer back then. You know, I'm still learning now, but I didn't really edit that thing. I just put it up because I was excited. But little bit by little bit, I was I was moving forward. Uh, forward. You know what I mean? Like, I, forgive me, y'all, uh, for stumbling. My neck has been hurting a little taste today, so I'm feeling real stiff, y'all. Uh, so beyond that, uh, I was doing my writing and now I've, I've got that writing bug back. You know, I started acting about what collectively about three years ago and I learned how to not only write books, but I'm learning how to write scripts and movies and different things. So everything dealing with writing 
this is what I feel like I'm naturally good at and what I'm called to do. And because uh, I love telling stories. So there are several things that I had to learn, though, when it came to the writing. Um, one, to be honest, and, and this can I hopefully these principles, you guys will uh, grab hold to them. And number one, you got to believe in yourself. Um, on many of occasions, there are going to be people out there that say they believe in you and they're going to fall short every time. Um, on many of occasions, you're not going to have anybody and you're going to have to believe in yourself. You're going to have to encourage yourself some, sometimes, you know what I mean? Like it's hard, um, to encourage yourself when you have life circumstances and different things. I, I, I remember like for, for a long time, you know, I had different things come up. You know, I, I'm a father. I'm a, uh, uh, I was doing youth pastoring at one point. Like I'm a man of many hats. And so I was doing a bunch of different things, but I wasn't really doing the things that I was super passionate about. And um, so I had to get to a place where I said, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to do it. Right. So that was number one. Number one is believe in yourself. Number two. OK. Number two, you have to be disciplined. Uh, that's somewhere where I lacked. I ain't going to lie to you. I knew I had to be disciplined. But I was always putting other things on my plate that kind of caused me to my passion and my gifts to fall by the wayside because I had to take care of bills. And many of us get caught up in this. Well, I got to I'm, I'm going to be disciplined when I need to be disciplined and then I'll do it, when, whatever. So many of us mess things up by not being disciplined. Right. The other thing I hope I'm making sense here. Uh, the other thing um, you have to make time. You have to take some time, sit it to the side, people, and uh, get things knocked out. Quit making excuses. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Yes, yeah, some people have learning disabilities. Some people have a uh, handicap. Some people have whatever, whatever. You know what you're capable of. Um, but most of the time, I remember reading um, one of these guys who's uh, declared as like one of the toughest men in the world. And uh, this guy says, even when we think we're working at 100%, he said, we're really operating at about 40. So when you're looking at how much effort you're putting into things, are you really putting forth your best effort? Are you really making the time to get things knocked out? Right. So what did I tap onto? So believe in yourself, discipline, time management or or um, allocate the time to do whatever it is that you're passionate about. The other thing. Um, oh, stop making excuses. Many of us. I, OK, let me just stop speaking to y'all. I'm speaking to myself. I used to make a lot of excuses and those excuses became my truth. And then I had to look in the mirror one day. It was like, man, cut it out because it's really if you really want something bad enough, you'll make it happen regardless of whatever the excuses are. Even when I was tired, I will get up at one and two in the morning. Now, right now, when I when it comes to writing and start writing, if I didn't get uh, if I didn't have a quiet day or have time to just really write throughout the day now. I don't care what time of night it is. I'm no longer making excuses. So you have to get rid of the excuses. That's number four, right? The fifth and final thing that's really going to help is consistency. I know I used to challenge this. Um, I had a challenge with this because I would start things and not finish. And I think I had a lot of things that I could have really, really been successful at because I'm just a very creative guy, um, but I wasn't consistent. And that's what was holding me hostage my um, lack of consistency. So those five things were something that um, now that I focus on, it's really, really helping me and hopefully it'll help you. So number one, you got to believe in yourself, even when others don't. Number two, 
you have to be disciplined. Number three, you have to make time. Number four, you got to stop making excuses, right? And number five, you got to be consistent. And I'll leave you with this. Uh, there was this quote that I, I, wrote, I read uh, a couple days ago, and the quote said, persistent will get you uh, there. Let me see. Uh, thank you, uh, Lord. It's like um, he says, uh, uh, the quote said, being persistent will get you there. Being consistent will keep you there. All right. So listen, y'all hold on to that. So you got to be persistent to get there, but you got to be consistent to stay there. Right. Y'all heard that? Y'all better take some of these notes. I know I'm dropping nuggets all in about 12 or 13 minutes. You hear me? But I like to share this wisdom because I'm growing as I go. And I'd like to see some of y'all with me. You know what I mean? And uh, I thank y'all also. And, and then I'll be done. I just want to say thank y'all to everybody that tunes in and uh, leave your boy some comments and, and inbox me and let me know how I've changed your life with one or two nuggets. Um, or you, I've had the good comments where people have given me some critiques. And it's like, hey, Ken, maybe you want to do it this way. Maybe you don't want to talk as fast and, and all that kind of good stuff or whatever it is. I've taken on constructive criticism and I continue to learn as I go. So it's your boy. Words of wisdom. You know what I'm saying? You can also reach me at Kendrick Still, like standing still, S-T-I-L-L um, on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you can reach your boy at Creative Ambition, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N on Instagram, trying to get my followers up and YouTube. So look at some of the boys videos. I'm still growing with my YouTube, learning how to do that kind of good stuff. But reach out. Let me know what you think. I love y'all. Peace out.